Hey, hey, what is up, friends and fellow truth seekers? Welcome to the Brave New World Order podcast, straight out the dungeons of podcasting. I am Brandon St. One, your host for today, and we're going to take a look at some interesting stuff going on. You just heard Mr. Klaus Schwab, that piece of shit. You heard him praising China. So we'll take a look at that a little bit, my thoughts. And we'll also take a look at a recent article written by journalist Naomi Wolf. And that gets into all of the vaccine data that was released by Pfizer the past couple months. She reports on it from a team that has been going through all of it. And we will dive into what has been found. And it is pretty fucked up, I shall say. It's not surprising to me, and I'm sure it's not surprising to many of you truth seekers out there who have been following this, who have been resisting this along the way with all the pressure and all the, the family members that probably looked at you like you were some evil grandma killer monster. I'm sure it's been tough, but you've known and you've held strong to what you believe and what you hold, what you your what your soul is telling you, and that's what I've been saying all along. And I think it's gonna come out, and it's well, it's coming out. And whether or not the mainstream media is reporting on it, well, the brave New World Order is reporting on it. And we're on top of this shit. So first, before we get into those, why don't you take a minute to just give a thumbs up to like this, to maybe share it with somebody, share this podcast, get the word, spread the word, get the word out there, what's going on in this world. It needs to be said, so... If you could, you could follow me on Twitter at BraveNWOPodcast. You could also send me an email, say what's up, give me some suggestions, some some ideas. If you come across anything that is worth talking about on here, any articles or any videos, 
some clips, anything that I can discuss on here. That's cool too. Say what's up. And that email is the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. So say what's up. Follow me. And if you like what I'm doing here and you want to support the show, you can click down below in the link and do so. So I just want to thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for just being here, joining me, taking note of what's going on, hopefully spreading the word because the more people that know about this, the better, the more we can resist and the more they they have to, first off, they have to get consent for any of this stuff. It seems to be the rules of the universe. They have to get consent from us to implement their evil shit. So the more people that resist, the more people that refuse, the better it is for all of us. So if you could, just share this with your friends, your family, anybody who will listen. Don't force it upon them, of course. Anybody who, like I say, leaves the crack open, leaves the door open just a little bit where you could, you know, maybe peek on in, just give it a little bit of info real quick, maybe open the door a little wider, a little wider slowly. Those are the people, the people who are a little bit more open-minded. But I understand the struggle. I deal with it myself. It's constant. If you have anybody that is even on the edge, sometimes it seems like they get pulled back in really quick and you have to constantly deprogram and it just gets frustrating and it's tiring. I know. But if you can't share it with people, it helps me out, it helps the show, and it helps everybody because the more people know, the more people refuse and they can't implement these crazy agendas. So let's jump right into Mr. Klaus Schwab and what I think is going on around the world here with this uh, World Economic Forum, and they had their meetup over the weekend in Davos, of course, planning, plotting. And what I hear from him praising China, China is evil, not the people. I love all people. People there I feel bad for, and I don't want to be under a regime that's like theirs, and it seems that's what they want. He's praising their their response to covid they lock people down. They'll starve you to death. Keep you in your house. They'll starve you. They'll weld the doors shut. And he's praising that. And I think that is horrible. And I think that what's going on with the Uyghurs, the genocide over there, and also the Falun Gong people, practitioners over there as well, that should be highlighted. The uh, body harvesting, the body parts, organ harvesting, Specifically, it's fucking horrible in China's government and the communist, any communist uh, in leadership or regime is evil and will and always results in, in many, many deaths. So what he's doing is praising them and it's this is where this is going there. China is the model with their social credit system and they're going to track everybody, mass surveillance. The, the, the government can the government says and everybody does what it says and there's no question they'll lock you up they'll send drones around fly around your house and yell shit at you tell you to lock down to control your desire to be free did you see that video that was going around a few months ago when they locked down in shanghai and all of those people and they were sending the the drones to the buildings to the windows and telling people to calm down and to resist their desire for freedom and shit like that. I mean, that's fucked up. Do you want that here? I don't want that here. And I think we need to resist all of this. And when you see and you read and you hear what I when I talk about what what Naomi Wolf 
wrote about in her new article. I think I think it's time that more people are vocal about this. More people get out there and start saying no. More people get on a microphone, start up a little podcast, just get on here. Don't care how many people you reach because if you just reach one and they talk to somebody, it doesn't really matter. Just get just get out there, just talk to people if you can. Don't get into arguments and crazy, just be calm. Just but more people got to wake up, more people got to refuse and resist all of this. So, Naomi Wolf wrote an article based off of data that was released in the dump, the Pfizer data dump over the past few months. And there's a organization, a team of a bunch of volunteers and highly credentialed doctors, RNs, biostaticians, medical fraud investigators, lab clinicians, and research, research scientists that have been turning out the re- report after report about these documents. And the Pfizer asked the FDA to keep this under wraps for 75 years, and it seems there's a reason for that. There is, oh my God, a reason for that. So this, this uh, report is put together by dailyclout.io and you can find all their all their stuff there. So, I'm going to post this article it was posted by Naomi Wolf on Substack cuz she went through all their stuff that they've been releasing and she put together somewhat of a little um ooh, it's crazy. So, let's dive right into this a little bit here. So, this is from a group of 3,000 highly gr- credentialed individuals. And they're going through the 55,000 internal Pfizer documents. Like I said, that were uh, asked to keep under wraps for 75 years. So this goes on to say that Pfizer and thus the FDA knew by December 2020 that the mRNA vaccines did not work. That they waned in efficacy and presented vaccine failure. One side effect of getting vaccinated as they knew by one month after the mass 2020 rollout was, quote, COVID, unquote. Pfizer knew in May of 2021 that 35 miners' hearts had been damaged a week after mRNA injection, but the FDA rolled out the emergency use authorization for teens a month later anyway, and parents did not get a press release from the U.S. government about heart harms till August of 2021, after thousands of teens were vaccinated. And there's links in here that you can check out. This, that is from the dailyclout.io that she puts in the article as well. But this is her just summarizing their findings. And I'm just going to read most of it, I guess. It's not that much. So Pfizer and thus the FDA, many of the documents say FDA confidential at the lower boundary, knew that Contrary to what the highly paid spokesmodels and bought-off physicians were assuring people that mRNA spike protein and lipid nanoparticles did not stay in the injection site in the deltoid, but rather went within 48 hours into the bloodstream from there to lodge in the liver, spleen, adrenals, lymph nodes, and if you're a woman, in the ovaries. Some people can't describe what a woman is, but I think they I think we all know what they're talking about. So that is crazy because that's the stuff that, you know, certain people were called crazy conspiracy theories and grandma killers and and all that stuff. So 
Take a look at the documents and the findings yourself, too, from the actual numbers and stuff that Daily Clout pulled. Pretty fucking interesting. So, Pfizer, and thus the FDA knew that the Moderna vaccine had 100 micrograms of mRNA lipid nanoparticles and spike protein, which was more than three times the 30 micrograms of the adult Pfizer dose. The company's internal documents show a higher rate of adverse events with the 100 micro dose, so they stopped experimenting with that amount internally due to its reactogenicity? Reactogenicity? Reactogenicity. There you go. Thanks for letting me sound that one out there. Pfizer's words, by the way. That's what it says. But no one told all of the millions of Americans who all got the first and second 100 microdose Moderna vaccine. 100 microgram Moderna dose and the boosters. Pfizer skewed the trial subjects so that the so that almost three quarters were female, a gender that is less prone to cardiac damage. And we all know what's going on with the cardiac damage. Lots of people dropping down. Lots of people dying in their sleep. Celebrities. I have a neighbor that um, I recently started talking to about a lot of this stuff, and he's pretty based, and it's pretty dope that he's right across the street from me. And we talked a little bit about this, and he knows a few people that he works with and that he just knows. And, of course, it's anecdotal, but he knows. Um, and somebody's young young daughter all as well is not doing so good from this jab. So, And like I said, this is anecdotal. I don't know these people. I can't confirm it. I'm just telling you. And I like it was just cool to talk to somebody around me that uh, is into this kind of stuff that's checking out and kind of paying attention. So they use women because of the um, men are more prone to cardiac damage. In the internal trials, there were over 42,000 adverse events and more than 1,200 people died. Four of the people who died died on the day they were injected. Whoa, huh? Nobody knew about that. That'd be like... I, th- I thought... I'm pretty sure there's a certain amount of people who can die in a trial, and it's very low. It's like that amount that they shut down the whole thing altogether. I don't know, though, but that's crazy. Adverse events tallied up in the internal Pfizer documents are completely different from those reported on the CDC website or announced by corrupted physicians and medical organizations and hospitals. These include vast columns of joint pain, muscle pain, myalgia, masses of neurological effects, including MS, Jelaine Barre, and Bell's palsy, encephaly, Every iteration possible of blood clotting. That's one that's been that's been going. People have been having strokes and and different things and due to clotting and dying. And then uh, this one's a tough one. Thrum, thrombocytopenia at scale. I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound good. Strokes, hemorrhages, and many kinds of ruptures of membranes throughout the human body. The side effects about which Pfizer and the FDA knew, but you did not include blistering problems, rashes, shingles, herpetic conditions. Indeed, a range of blistering conditions oddly foreshadowing the symptoms of monkeypox. Hmm, she's got a good point there. I think a lot of us were speculating that as well. 
that they're going to blame monkeypox or something for all these, um, once the shit really hits the fan from the adverse events, adverse effects. Okay, let's move on in this. The internal documents show that Pfizer and thus the FDA knew that angry red welts or hives were a common reaction to the PEG. That's a petroleum-derived allergen in the vaccine ingredients, one that you are certainly not supposed to ingest. Indeed, PEG is an allergen so severe that many people can go into anaphylactic shock if they are exposed to it. But people with a PEG allergy were not warned away from the vaccines or even carefully watched by their doctors. Hmm. They were left to their own devices, of course. And none of this stuff's being tracked. That's the scary thing about this. And I'm glad that this they forced these these fucking maniacs to come out with these to release these documents because they wanted 75 years, and then they would never be. And they still, it's gonna be very hard to link. If more people get on and read this stuff, but it's going to be very hard to get through the mainstream media and get this out there. Naomi Wolf is probably probably going to be called batshit crazy and a anti-vaxxer. I mean, I know she already has been, but it's going to probably get worse. The attacks are probably going to come out. They're not going to let this come out unless we unless we make it, I guess, unless more people, more people. I don't know. It's going to be hard to break through the people who are still out there wearing masks while they're outside or driving in the car by themselves with the windows up. I don't know. It's going to be very hard. But this stuff, this is fucking crazy. They'll never, it's going to be very hard to track all these adverse events and effects and different stuff that people end up like dying from, end up really, really sick. And then, you know, track it back. You go to the doctor and then, them just, you know, they test you and say, oh, you you have uh, you have MS or Jelaine Barre. And they'll just chalk it up to like you just being one of the however many percent of people who just randomly get it. Due to whatever cause, no cause, or genetics, or some bullshit. They'll never, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be so hard. So, Pfizer knew that exposure to the vaccine was defined, in their own words, as sexual contact, especially at the time of conception, skin contact, inhalation, or lactation? What does this mean? In fact, Pfizer knew that exposure to the Wow, okay, so does that mean, like, shedding? Of course, people who have tried to raise any of these issues have been deplatformed, scolded by the president, called insane, and roundly punished. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, this is, I'm going to read into this. Dailyclout.io vaccine shedding, can this be real after all? So that's what that means. Exposure to the vaccine was defined in their own words as sexual contact, especially time, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Okay, so it looks like some maybe vaccine shedding is like a real thing. And then uh, it goes on. She talks about all the different college students, teenagers that have been collapsing throughout soccer fields and football fields. And then the doctors, like I was just saying, they don't know. They're like mystified, like, what is going on here? It's going to be like, especially if the doctor is jabbed and the doctor has been giving out the jab. How are you going to tell that doctor that he caused... Some child to heart to die out on them while they were playing football and it wouldn't have happened because the doctor was brainwashed by the CDC and the FDA and Pfizer. How are you going to get that doctor to admit that? This is going to be very hard to prove all this stuff. Or not even to prove it. I mean, it looks like there's, there's a lot of proof, but it's going to be very hard to get through these maniacs once they're brainwashed. 
once you're in a cult, it's very hard. They have to like deprogram people from cults and shit. There's like a whole psychological process to it. So, hmm. Wow. It's going to be very hard. This is nuts. Okay, so let's keep reading. Let's see what else she talks about here. She thinks, she says, it seems that there can indeed be a happenstance genocide. Reproduction itself is targeted, intentionally or not, by the mRNA vaccines. And if you know that reproduction is harmed and babies and fetuses are harmed, and you know that this is at scale, which everyone at Pfizer and at the FDA who read these documents knew, and if you do not stop, then does that not ultimately become a genocide? That's what she. That's a question she raises, and it's a very, very good question, very valid question. How do you? How does? How do you know all this stuff? And you continue, and then you force it upon people, and you create division amongst everybody in this country. And then this is going to come out. It's fucked up. So these volunteers have confirmed that lipid nanoparticles, the tiny, hard fatty casings that contain mRNA traverse the amniotic membrane. That means that they enter the fetal environment. Of course, they also traverse the blood-brain barrier, which may help explain the post-mRNA vaccination strokes and cognitive issues we are seeing. Hmm, I've seen I've seen some of that not like I've seen some of the cognitive issues and I don't want to get into too many details about it. But somebody close to me seems to have not been the same since the first dose, but they continued and got two more. So, but yeah, it seems like that might be something. And like I say, this is always just an anecdotal thing. And I, like, I'm not going to get into too much detail, so it really doesn't mean shit. But I'm just saying. The volunteers have drilled deep into the Pfizer documents reports about pregnancy and found that the assurance that the vaccine is safe and effective, that's quote unquote, for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats followed for 42 days. Wow. The scientists who ran the study are shareholders or employees of BioNTech. 44 French rats? Wow. Okay, so the volunteers going through all these documents found that while pregnant women were excluded from the internal studies and thus from the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization, on which basis all pregnant women were assured the vaccine was quote-unquote safe and effective, nonetheless, about 270 women got pregnant during the study. More than 230 of them were lost somehow to history. But of the 36 pregnant women whose outcomes were followed, 28 lost their babies? Holy shit. So so there was 270 women who got pregnant and then they lost the data? And 28 lost their babies out of 36? That's very, that's an F. That's an F minus. Okay. Reading on. Oh, man, that's fuck. Jesus. These people are sick. I'll just say that. The volunteers found that a baby died after nursing from a vaccinated lactating mother and was found to have had an inflamed liver. Many babies nursing from vaccinated mothers showed agitation, gastrointestinal distress, and failure to thrive, to grow, and were inconsolable. Wow, that's fucked. The Pfizer documents 
also show that some vaccinated mothers had suppressed lactation or could produce no milk at all. Doctors, of course, are stumped by all this. Stumped, that's what she says. Okay, wow. The NIH database has a preprint study making the case that there are negligible amounts of PEG in the breast milk of vaccinated women. And there's a link to their actual, to the NIH website saying such things. But what is what is a negligible amount of a petroleum product in mother's milk when you are a tiny newborn with no immunities just arriving in the world? Good question, Naomi. I am with you on asking that. I am with you on demanding an answer to all of this. The NIH preprint itself reported higher levels of GI distress, that's gastrointestinal distress, and sleeplessness in the infants studied and one mother had elevated PEG levels in breast milk, and the fine print concludes that more study is needed. Quote, Larger studies are needed to increase our understanding of transfer of PEG into human milk and potential effects after ingestion by the infant, although expert consensus states there is minimal or no potential risk for the infant from maternal COVID-19 vaccination. The minor symptoms that were reported Sleep changes and gastro gastrointestinal symptoms could be further investigated in future studies to determine if they are related to vaccination. Since no babies died, oh, that was unquote, by the way, new paragraph. Since no babies died in the brief time frame of the tiny study, the study concluded that nursing babies suffered no real ill effects from vaccinated mothers, but the study did not follow these poor babies with their acknowledged sleeplessness and their confirmed GI distress to see if they actually thrived, gained weight, and developed normally. Wow, yeah. On such faulty science were women assured that vaccines were safe and effective for them and their nursing babies. But four of the lactating vaccinated women in the Pfizer documents reported blue-green breast milk. Whoa. And the nursing baby who died with an inflamed liver, the case had been buried and had not made headlines. Wow, yeah. This is uh this is crazy. Everybody should read this pass us along. Coincidentally or not, the same FDA that turned a blind eye to vast harms to humans and to subcategory of moms and babies in the Pfizer documents declared that Abbott, a major producer of baby formula in the US, had to close its factory. Yeah, that's them. That's fucking wild, right? And what's going on with the baby Baby formula that's created. That's on purpose. All this is on purpose. Wow. Coincidentally, with little formula available and with some or many, we don't know, vaccinated moms having compromised breast milk, it turns out that Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and Mark Zuckerberg have all invested in a startup called Biomilk. I've read about Biomilk. I was going to do a little blurb on them, but this is cool, so this is kind of... Takes care of that, too. Check it out. There's a link in there from CNBC. So this company, Biomilk, which produces lab-grown breast milk from mammary cells. Reports of this startup include this Frankenstein-like language as if it's normal. Yeah, I know, right? Biomilk. The Biomilk team creates its product from cells taken from human breast tissue and milk donated by women... in the local community who get a Target gift card in return. Yeah, that is very Frankenstein-like. 
Here you go. Give me a breast milk. I'll give you a Target gift card. Jesus Christ, what is the world coming to? As if all of this is not horrific enough, Miss Heck drew studies from three countries, Canada, Scotland, and now Israel, to show that babies are dying disproportionately during and, and after 2021 in highly vaccinated countries, and that newborns are dying dispro disproportionately. Jesus. If they have vaccinated mothers versus unvaccinated mothers. I apologize for my horrible reading. Some words disproportionately. It's tough to do on the fly sometimes. Yeah, so these vaccinated babies and vaccinated mothers, are, it doesn't seem if you, oh, you know, like people are going like, I give props to all these journalists that are around the world that have, have know something is up and they're trying to grab data because nobody else is going to put two and two together. And people that are are doing some good, good work. They're doing great work. I give it up to all these people. You know, all, like Naomi Wolf in the, in the group she got the data from. I mean, good, good work these people are doing. So this lady, Miss Hake, also notes that menstrual dysregulation in vaccinated women is fully confirmed now by many studies with an average of one extra day of bleeding a month. A side effect that Naomi warned about in March of 2021, which is what got her in trouble when she first came out and said that. I remember because she has always been the darling of, of the left because she's a feminist and they love that, but they love it only if you follow every single part of their little agenda. If you step out of line on one little topic, one little view, you're done. They'll cancel your ass, and then all of a sudden you're a fucking Republican racist. Anyway, reading on, she goes on to say, You don't have to know more than 8th grade biology to know that a dysregulated menstrual cycle, not to mention spike protein accumulating in the ovaries, not to mention the traversing of the body's membranes, including the amniotic sac by tiny, hard, fatty, lipid nanoparticles, not to mention the PEG in breast milk, is all going to affect fertility, fetal health, childbirth, and babies' gastrointestinal well-being or distress, and thus their ability or failure to thrive, let alone to bond. And now the babies are dying. Now scale the data from Canada, Scotland, and Israel to all the vaccinated nations in the world. What do we do with all of this? What do we do, my listeners, my lovely listeners out there, members of the brave New World Order? What do we do? I think we need to spread the word and never let anybody try not to let anybody get another jab ever again. Try to urge your family members to not succumb to the fear that they're going to launch at you with whatever monkeypox or whatever else is out there that they're going to use. Don't succumb to the fear. That's what we really need to do is we need to resist and get the word out there. So I hope you do spread the word. You know, follow follow me. Pass this along. Like me. Like this. Comment. You can also, like I said, you can support the show if you like what I'm doing. If you like the Brave New World Order, you can support it. Click the link below. Follow me on Twitter at BraveNWLPodcast. Email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. Spread the word, people, because shit's about to go down, and they'll probably do anything to distract from this information as well. That's another thing. Look at the psyops going on all around us in the middle of all this. And we'll get into those two in future episodes. But for now, I think that's pretty good. I think I've rambled enough. I think I've 
tried to get the information out there the best I can. I'm going to post the links so you can read through them. You can forward them. You can tweet them out there. You can do all that. Just spread the word. Let people know what's going on. Because 55,000 documents, not, not, not one person can fucking go through that shit and figure out this out. That's, that's the point. That's what they wanted. And they wanted to wait 75 years. So they got 55,000 out now. There's many more to come, I guess. I guess they have to release some every so often. There's a schedule that the judge forced them to release on. So um, I thank that judge as well for doing that for us. So thank you very much. Like I said, let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at BraveNWOPodcast. Email me the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. I'm going to leave you with a nice little clip, a blast from the past from uh, her name's Rachel Walensky, Rochelle Walensky from the CDC. You know who she is. This is a clip that was from when the vaccines were coming out and her talking about the data. I'm just going to leave that with you. And once again, thank you very much with love for joining me in the brave new world order. Take care. Question everything. Think for yourself. Stay positive. Peace out. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world data.